It's time to put the Kingdom Hearts games to the test. We'll be ranking each Kingdom Hearts game and talking about much more on this exciting episode of Kingdom Hearts Union! Hi everyone, and welcome to the 96th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro! Hey guys! And Sabrina! Hello! How's it going, guys? I think I'm getting sick. Oh, that's great! That is great! That is awesome. You know what else is great? We finished Kingdom Hearts 1 on the Kingdom Hearts Union Deep Dive stream. Oh yeah! Yay! So good. So... If you guys haven't been keeping up with the streams, definitely check it out on YouTube, youtube.com slash khunionvids. I'm sure by the time this podcast is up, most of the episodes of last stream will be out, but they'll definitely be out before Saturday of of the week that this comes out, which is important because that's when our next stream goes live, which, by the way, we're moving on to Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Bam! One notch on our belt. Done. Checkmark. Kingdom Hearts Final Mix is over. So it went very well. Beat uh, I beat some secret bosses. I won't spoil it if you haven't watched it, but if you have watched it, you know it was pretty epic. So, all right. Anyway, for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We release every Tuesday, rotating each week with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes Store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, YouTube.com/KHUnionVids, and Kingdom Hearts Altamania's Twitter, which is at KHAltamania. Alrighty, we have a three-segment show today. Our first segment is our news segment. It's kind of tiny today, but uh, I think it's worth discussing at least. Wait, we have uh, news? Our next... Yes, I, I invented yes, news. I invented news from the ether. Sweet. It's not... <laughs> Maybe it's news. Maybe it's not news. You'll be the one to decide. Uh, our second segment, featured discussion, uh, ranking the Kingdom Hearts games. I think that's going to be an interesting discussion. I'm sure we've done this in the past, but now that we have a new Kingdom Hearts game, Unchained Key, uh, I, f- I figure now's the time to start uh, to, to re-rank just to make sure, you know, just to make sure our, our you know, assumptions hold. And also, we just finished Kingdom Hearts 1, so has Kingdom Hearts 1 maybe lost its luster over the years? Or gotten better. We'll see. And our last segment, the question segment. In the way of announcements, uh, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ffkhunion. Just pledge a dollar and get access to a special podcast called Please Be Excited. Our Patreon executive producers for this episode are as follows. We have Christian Burge, William Trengrove, who is at Varnish the Azure on Twitter. We have Tiger Crane, who is at Poo Milkshake. Barry Norton, who is at Nortron Zero. We have Skylar Loveless. Josh McNabb, who is at J2K9. We have Nico Gonzalez, who is at Nick underscore Knack95. Uh, Clay Kolo, who is at Super Nendo. And uh, Churro, if you can take these next ones. We have Michael Graham. Harley Crawley, who is at DarkZT Okami. Peter Lamb. Thorne Bullen. Alex Troutman, who's at Akira Namejin. Manning Franks, who's at, at like underscore Peyton. Keith Field at The Mighty Keith. <clears throat> Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. And uh, Savvy, if you want to take these last ones. Okay, so Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Quail. Uh, Joni Oja at Decor for Life. Mohamed Quayam. Genesis Alejandro at juni san 7 and zelda clone at a pesty pen novels Alrighty, so moving along uh be a part of the show send us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com uh if you guys have anything that you guys want us to talk about specifically uh if you know if there's anything going on in the kingdom hearts community or in the game industry in general and you want to know our perspective on it with relation to kingdom hearts uh definitely send us your questions our way and we will talk about that stuff and make the show uh as interesting as possible for you because you know your questions are how we know what you guys want to talk about and uh speaking of kingdom hearts union the deep dive stream our next deep dive stream is going to be saturday at 7 p.m uh on may 21st this is (laughs) 7 p.m eastern daylight time by the way 
Eastern time. So May 21st, be there. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be uh, going through Kingdom Hearts Rechained Memories. And if you're like, man, I don't want to go through Chain of Memories. That game is so boring to play. Well, okay, we know. So <laughs> we're going to we're actually just going to go through the cutscenes. I mean, not to not to get too down on Chain of Memories, but it's like, look, it, we're trying it, to. Chain, chain of Memories tra- is just Rechained Memories, all, especially, is too long to play. <laughs> it's very long to play, and. You know, if we're talking about, okay, we've got some priorities here. We want to get through all as many Kingdom Hearts games as we can prior to the release of Kingdom Hearts 2.8, which, by the way, is coming this year. So uh, if we want to do that, we're going to need to uh, start, you know, kicking into high gear. So uh, Chain of Memories, we're I'm, I'm going to ma- try to make it so we only devote two, uh, two uh, streams to it. So, uh, the first stream is going to be Sora's side, and then the second stream is going to be Riku's side. So, that's the goal. Let's see if we can actually do it. Alrighty. And, uh, so yeah, that pretty much wraps things up. Oh, and, uh, definitely go to, go to our Twitch, twitch.tv slash khunion. Go follow us there. Click the little heart button, and when it asks you if you want to be notified when we go live, say yes, so you know when we are live. Alrighty. In the way, in the way of news... Our first bit of news, Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key has hit 2 million downloads. Whoa. Yay. That's Yay. a lot of downloads. To put that into perspective, Kingdom Hearts 1 sold uh, like 4 million copies around roundabouts on PS2. So, I mean, you know, it, it's not apples to apples comparison because uh, yeah, Kingdom cause... Hearts was sold for $50 and Unchained Key was sold for $0. So... But still, like that's that's very impressive. Well, in today's uh, world, two million downloads is something. It's a big, yeah, that's, big thing. That's, that's seriously a really big deal. So, uh, congratulations, Square Enix. Like uh, Unchained Key it, uh, seems to be quite the success, uh, considering you know it is quite new. I'm now correct me if I'm wrong. Those those numbers those are the international numbers, correct? I think I those are just. Are. I think those are just North America downloads because. Oh wow! I, I didn't it's, know that. It's yeah, because basically they're just celebrating the um, the release of the North American version. So, because uh, when I got the press email, it was it came from Square, Square Enix North America. So that's just North America alone. But I don't know if they're including like downloads from like people who are not from North America. Yeah. So, well, even even know. if it even if it is even if it is just North American numbers, two million downloads is no still, that's no small number. That's yeah, still no a joke. ton. Exactly. So, congratulations, Square. That's that's super awesome. Uh, moving along, our next bit of news: the Square Enix financial report reconfirms that Kingdom Hearts 2.8 is set to release for this fiscal year, but Kingdom Hearts 3 is absent from that list. Oh no! Say it ain't so. I will not go. Something, something, something. Carry me home. No, 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 no. And anybody remember Blink One Eighty Two? Yep. So we lost yeah. Brandon. <laughs> we lost, lost Brandon. But anyway, I, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to you know re recapture some people's uh, freaking out on NeoGaf because like <gasps> Kingdom Hearts isn't gonna make it this year and Final Fantasy VII Remake isn't gonna make it this year. What's happened to the world? And and like. Maybe they don't realize. Yeah, but they say that every year. It was it was so oh gosh, it was so, so obvious. Irritating. It was so obvious that it would never come out this year. Like the fact that two point eight is coming out this year means that they would not release it this year. But yeah, just to be clear, because it's not only this year that this affects. Uh, when when they say fiscal year, uh, that means the the financial year that starts and ends in April, I believe. So March. it ends in March. It ends in March and then starts in, I, I guess, the next month. I don't know. Whatever. It starts around there. So the first few months. So you, we won't be seeing Kingdom Hearts three at minimum until April 2017. Around. But two point eight has a chance to be out next year too, early as well, because that's still within the fiscal year. So March 2017 yep. is the end of that is the end of that okay. So that year. that is a possibility. But the reason I would expect it this. Uh, this calendar year is that Nomura uh, in our last, and we talked about it on the last podcast. Nomura said it's coming out this year at the end mm-hmm. of the year, and when you know when he's talking, he's not talking fi- fiscal year. He's talking year year. Yeah, no, but there, there's some people out there that year. that were trying to like 
come out and say, oh, you know, it, you know, you're not following fiscal year. You know, you're talking about calendar year, and it's like I'm like, dude, really? Yeah, like you're getting the, the only, really the only, I think us. everyone needs to just chill. Everybody just if chill. It's gonna happen. It's Good news. Happen. I mean, what, it I, it's, 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 it's what I tell people. It's like it'll be out. Once it's out, it's out. You know, there's, exactly. There's no way. There's no theories or there's no conspiracies out there to, to prove that it's going to come out at this time. So when it does, you're going to everybody's going to tweet about it, and you're and everybody's going to know. So and, and as it is, the, I think the most important thing to remember is you don't you don't want it out early. You want it out when it's done because if it's out early, you're not going to like it. It's games in their earlier states are no fun and are no good. So and, you got to. Wait until they're done. And it sucks because, like, games nowadays are out early than expected because fans want it. And then, like, then they have to spend so much, like, like saw, like updates and then DLCs to complete it. And it's just a complete broken mess. Yeah. I'd rather well, have the complete game done. Yeah, exactly. So, that's good. Now, Kingdom Hearts 3 being absent, that's no surprise. Like, obviously, it's not coming out before April of next year. And uh, we actually... On a previous podcast this year, we did our own estimations on when we thought it would release, and all of our guesses were in the like late part of the year. Uh, Sabby's yours was like in October, and I think Churro's and mine was in like December. So, like as far as we're concerned, it ain't, it ain't coming till like the end of next year. So don't be, uh, don't hold your breath. You know, play some other games. You know, Final Fantasy Fifteen's coming, Persona Five is coming, like enjoy enjoy those games enjoy other games there's lots of other games coming also i guess legend of zelda U is coming replay if, old games. replay old games hey man if if you haven't replayed the kingdom hearts games <laughs> there's a lot of them you should probably do that before kingdom hearts 3 before it blows your mind so totally there's always something to do <laughs> all right so moving along to our featured discussion uh, our topic for this feature discussion is ranking the Kingdom Hearts games, but uh, but it's with a twist because I have a I have a discussion uh, question after that. So first things first, I think it's time that we start you know ranking these. So in total, there are eight mainline Kingdom Hearts games. So in order, they are Kingdom Hearts, you know the original. We have Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts Two. Kingdom Hearts 3, 5, 8, over 2, uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, Kingdom Hearts Recoded, Kingdom Hearts 3D, and Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key, or Kingdom Hearts Key. So, the rules for this are, uh, you're gonna have to rank the games in order. Uh, let's go from, let's go from number 8 through number 1, so, in reverse order, so it gets more exciting as you go through, I guess. (laughs) Okay, so I gotta and, ask. I gotta ask though. Yeah. Uh, if we're like, for example, Chain of Memories, is that Game Boy Advance or that Reach? Okay, of so that's what I was about to get to. Okay. Is it? Uh, it doesn't matter. You know, count count it as the, as the same the same deal. So, uh, if you're gonna rank Chain of Memories, or if you're gonna rank Kingdom Hearts One, or if you're gonna rank Kingdom Hearts Two, rank it based off of the best version in your mind of that game. So if your favorite version is the Game Boy version and you think the Game Boy version of Chain of Memories is better than the best version of Kingdom Hearts 2, then put it that way. So we're talking just the best versions of each game. But we're going to call them, you know, whatever they are. Kingdom Hearts, okay. Chain of Memories, whatever. Okay. So okay. uh let's see if we can do maybe the bottom the bottom 4 first so eight through five savvy what is your bottom four the the lowest of the low kingdom hearts games now to be fair that doesn't necessarily mean we don't like them because we put them lower it's just that we don't think they're as good as some of the other games so what is your number eight out of the eight okay so out of the eight right what's the lowest out of the eight what is the lowest in your mind KH recoded. Recoded. <laughs> oh man. So what what about Kingdom Hearts recoded it, are you not so much a fan of? I, it's, it's not it's not too hard to guess, but <laughs> what yeah, is it? I I I just felt like it didn't really give me a lot. And yeah. Obviously I just only watched the scenes cuz it was only scenes. Yep, I think that's yeah, I was just kind of like okay. I think cool. that's pretty much all you really need to say about Recoded is that <laughs> <laughs> of all the games, 
in the series. That's the one that just feels like it's unnecessary. It was, I thought yeah, to I me, did. it felt like a cop out. It was just, yeah, it was just an excuse to buy them some time because you know how Namara was trying to keep one Kingdom Hearts game a year, and coded the original coded was a, a cell phone game from Japan that you know wasn't going to come out here. Then he just redid it for the DS. I just felt it was just an excuse to give him more time. Yeah, exactly. And Churro, would you agree? Would you put Recoded as the as the bottom game? Yes, because okay. as I said before, cheap cop out. I mean, it's nice how they kind of changed it up, like the gameplay, you know, for each different mm-hmm. world. I like that aspect, but other than that, I just felt it was just unnecessary. Yeah, so I I will say I do agree, but uh, just just as a defense of Recoded, it does have pretty interesting gameplay. So that that is. That is uh, an important consideration, but not important enough to bring it past number eight on our list. So, uh, Sabi, number seven. What is your number seven? What what is uh, what is not the biggest apple in your eye, but is better than Recoded in your mind? Better than Recoded, but worse than everything else. Could be a tough uh, one because there. I could see like for me, there's two. a lot. There's yeah. Two. There's two in my head. Okay. What 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 so, are the two? Well, well, let's see okay. if we can figure it out. It would be... Oh, I'm going to get, like, shot for this. It's okay. It's okay. Cage 358 over 2 and, uh, and Chain of Memories. Oh. You know, it's interesting. All three of these games that we've mentioned, Recoded, uh, 358 over 2, and Chain of Memories, all of those are uh, the games that were outsourced to uh, Jupiter, who is the... Who's like this uh, mobile game company that worked on the Chocobo racing games, I believe, on on DS something. Oh like yeah, that. I remember so, those. Yeah, so it's I from what I understand, these are Jupiter games. Not not like um like obviously not Rechain of Memories. That was uh that was the Osaka team, and uh the 3D cutscenes of Recoded are the Osaka team as well. But like I'm talking like the original versions of these games where um. Those were all done by Jupiter, so I think I think it, we'll we'll see an interesting trend here of of uh, who who made the game and how high they rank on our list. So so between so let's so let's talk about the merits of each of these games. So three five eight over two, you know, uh, uh, it's got an interesting story. Like like okay, let's let's talk story of the two. Which do you think has the better story? Three five eight over two or Chain of Memories? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> so three five eight over two. To be completely honest, mm-hmm. because like the entire Shion thing, yeah, it's like it never existed. So if it didn't, if I didn't know about it, then it wouldn't like it wouldn't be there. No one would know. Yeah, that type of thing. You could say so the I, same about I Chain did... of Memories, though. Like That's true it, too. the liter- literally the same thing happens in Chain of Memories, where you, where she just forget he forgets everything. But at the same time, there are organization members that are gone from the thirteen that okay. are that's a good point. Known that like, like you need to know like what happened to them. Okay. Um, three five eight's music is much better. Yeah, I I think the music is beautiful. I love Shion's theme. Shion's theme is really good. Vectors of the Heavens is really really good too. Mm. But I don't know. So okay, how about let's let's talk gameplay, gameplay wise. So Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories uh, famously has the card battle system, while Kingdom Hearts three five eight over two has a more traditional battle system, a little bit more in line with Kingdom Hearts one. So of of the two, which one do you feel is better? But I think it's also important to consider the way you explore the world, uh, because in Ch- Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories you have to deal with that whole nonsense of. Uh, creating the rooms like you have to you've, you're given all these room oh, cards yeah, that's right. so there's that thing versus kingdom hearts uh 358 over 2 where you have these normal rooms but you're constantly revisiting worlds and you have to keep doing these missions over and over and over again in the same places so <laughs> but, memories had the not as good gameplay as yeah 358 over 2 okay that i would go for so that's uh that's one point for Chain of Memories in terms of uh story for you, and then one point for three five eight over two for gameplay. So uh, and then music you picked uh three five eight over two over that. So yeah, yep. I mean it sounds like three five eight over two barely maybe wins a little bit, 
I mean, to be fair, it was their second game, so maybe that makes it better. Yeah. Do you do you feel that it was better than three five eight or, or feel that it's better than Chain of Memories, even even ju- even if it's just a little? Yeah, just a little. Okay, Churro, what do you think your number seven is? It'll probably be um. I mean, like I said, I like Chain of Memories better than Rechain because the everything okay. is more simple. So I would okay. have to put Rechain of Memories because to me, like I just felt that everything was when it came to like fully like 3d-ish like kingdom hearts i just felt mm-hmm. it it felt more sluggish you know than its game boy counterpart it just for me it didn't flow that well and yeah trying to you know it was a lot easier to control in the game boy advanced version so i have to rank rechain of memories number seven okay but uh, <laughs> uh well what i want to do for the ranking is i want to pick the best version so if if in your mind uh the game boy version is better do you think the Game Boy version of uh, Rechain of Memories is better than whatever your number six is. Yes. So that version, okay, you do. So what? What would you? What would? What would? What would your number seven be if Chain of Mem? If you were just considering Chain of Memories on Game Boy, what would your number? Uh, what would your number seven be in that case? Well, poly- well, in that case, it'll probably just be Chain of Memories then. So. Oh, number seven would be Chain of Memories. Yeah, because okay, because because I know what my number six is. So oh, you know what it is. Okay, good. yeah. Okay, so let's leave that at Chain of Memories. Uh, for me, um, uh, this this is tough. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll I'll agree. I'll say Chain of Memories. Like that that to me is uh kind of rough. Um, all right, so. Savvy, your number six is three five eight over two because we decided that because we had to decide between. So Churro, what is your number six? You say you know what it is. What is it? Kingdom Hearts on Chinky. Oh yeah, I would honestly, I I agree with you there. And you know what? To be honest, I'm surprised that it ranks so high on my list. Why does why does it rank uh, higher than uh, Chain of Memories for you on your list? Mainly because it has that you know. Like since since I I put Chain of Memories like the Game Boy Advance version, it's basically mm-hmm. like an upgraded like like to me it feels like it's upgraded. You know what I love the the artwork. It's so beautiful, but like to me I just don't like the very 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 repetitiveness of it. It's just yeah. It's like like I'll play a few quests and then I'm just bored. Like after that, yeah. And then and then the grinding is so much more. You know, it's it just it it just puts me off more than than actual chain of memories at least chain of memories kept me entertained you know with the card system you know trying yeah. to shuffle cards and all that whereas with um what's it called with uh unchain key you're i'm always obsessed with trying to kill enemies in one round it's just like you know it's to me it's just i don't know it, it, it to me it's just i, I like it because it's just more of a evolved form of like chain of memories like when it comes to like handhelds yeah. So yeah, that's like exactly. the only reason why I put that ab- above. Gotcha. And uh, Sabi, do you do do you agree? Do you think uh, uh, so? You you've had your number six decided already, but would you put number five as Unchained Key? Do you think that's where that sits for you, or does it sit higher for you than that? It sits five. Okay, it's in the so middle right, for right me. in the middle because I enjoy it a lot. Okay, so so my I'll I'll agree with Churro. Uh, my uh, unless I didn't give a number seven, I forget. <laughs> my number seven is yeah. My number seven would be Unchinky. It's it's you know it's it's fine. I think it's in my mind better than Chain of Memories is as an experience, just because I enjoy uh, some of the gameplay and I love the art and you know I think. There's a lot of stuff that's interesting about it, but at the end of the day, it's just, you know, it's still it, is, a mobile it game. is quite, yeah, it's still a mobile game, still very repetitive. From what I know of the story, it's very interesting. I just wish it was more accessible. Like, uh, I think if Unchained Key, if there was a version of Unchained Key where it was distilled very finely, where instead of me playing 200 missions and I still haven't even gotten to a good part of the story yet, instead of that, how about like you put the story within 200 missions or with even exactly. within like 100 missions? Put the put the entirety of the story in 100 missions. If they did that, just that, I think I would rank it like way higher. It, it, like, it's, it's maybe it's number because four. They're, they're they're trying to stretch it out, and most of the time it's just filler. You know, exactly. Of, it's like that, you get like very really little story with a lot of filler. That's the only thing that puts me off about this game, really. Yeah. All right. 
So so we got that. And then, Sabi, your number five is Unchained Key. So, Churro, what's your number five? Uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, 358 over two. Gotcha. Okay. And so that game sits higher for you, I'm assuming, based on story. Is, is that yeah, I what love, I'm getting? I, I enjoy the story because it's where, you know, Roxas and Axel gets a lot of their character development. True. Um, yeah. And base and you know the like the gameplay is all right like it it very kingdom hearts one ish but mm-hmm. the problem is is that with an with an action rpg that fast yeah it's not really good on a handheld yeah so if, yeah. if they would have ported it to an actual like console yeah then exactly. it would have been a lot better but, but yeah but for me i just like the story i like roxas shion and x and axel i love their story so that's why i rank yeah. it up there I would agree with you there. Like it, it sort of, yeah, it, it sits for, for me in the middle. And I think the biggest, I would say the two biggest factors are the fact that, yeah, it's on a handheld console where the control mechanism isn't that great, but also, and I think for me is personally more important is the fact that while I really love the story, I find that it uh, is way too repetitive, you know, similar how, how I feel about Unchained Key, but it's definitely nowhere near as repetitive as Unchained Key. With three fight over three five eight over two, you are getting story at a way more reasonable pace than Unchained Key. I still haven't seen much story, and I'm at like at mission two hundred and something. Whereas in Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key, you know, mission one, mission ten, twenty, whatever, like you're already getting like big parts of the story going through. So uh, it's you know it's paced more like a console game, which I really appreciate, but. That said, it's still very, you know, chalked with filler, and that that does rank it lower for me than some of the further games. All right, so that's that's our eight through five. Now to get to the juicy stuff. So the remaining games are as follows: Kingdom Hearts One, uh, Kingdom Hearts Two, Birth by Sleep, and Kingdom Hearts 3D. So this is gonna get interesting because this is the the two games made by the original Kingdom Hearts teams. And the two games, the two games by the Osaka team, the actual like original games that they made, not remakes. So, Sabi, what is your of those? Well, I'm just going in this rotation. What is your number quattro of these of these four? So, Kingdom Hearts one, Kingdom Hearts two, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, or Kingdom Hearts 3D? All great games, but which one is the worst of the great games? <laughs> For me, it's not that hard. Uh, it's not that hard for me either. Personally, <laughs> it's like I. You guys all right. go first. I want to hear your. So, Churro, I'm I'm almost positive I know exactly what you're gonna say. It's gonna be Kingdom Hearts 3D, right? No, it's gonna be Kingdom Hearts 2. Kingdom Hearts 2, really? Ooh, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Surprise! Surprise! So, for I, I, me, I had to throw a wrench in everybody's. That's place. a monkey wrench. I'm surprised. Oh. Let me. Explain yourself, sir. What's going on here? I Why mean, Kingdom Hearts two so low? Because, like, you know, I love, like, I love the gameplay. I love the drive forms, but the one thing that really I didn't like about Kingdom Hearts two was the fact that the Disney worlds are filler. Like, yep. One of the unique things about Kingdom Hearts was visiting Disney worlds and going to these Disney worlds, whether it's the first visit or the second visit, felt like a huge chore. Oh and then the, yeah, and the, and the story, I, I see that. and the story okay. doesn't pick up to like. Like after the after the first, like it, it gets good in the middle, you know, with the mm-hmm. the, the, the the battle and how at uh Hall of Bastion, but after yeah. that you go back to filler again, and then then it exactly. doesn't pick up till the end of the game section. So it, like I said, it, it starts out then then you know in the beginning you know with Roxas you know when you first played it in and you start playing you play as Roxas it's kind of it's a slow start then it's filler gets good filler then it gets good again so it's kind of like there's more filler than there is anything interesting. With it. Gotcha. So, so overall, very actually very similar to some of the previous games we were talking about. The biggest issue for you was how they paced out the story. Mm-hmm. You know, way, where they placed important content versus where they placed you know more downtime content. Because I don't know. For me, for me personally, I feel like what we call filler content does have a place, and its place belongs between you know big story moments so once you have a big story moment you don't want to have another big story moment right after that or else you're going to get desensitized to the big story stuff it should be more better paced out there should be more rhythm to it there should be more 
uh, important story moments that are sprinkled throughout the entire game, not just at the end, not just at the beginning, not just at the middle. There should be story moments throughout. Because when you when you hit when you first go to Halabashan the first time, you know mm-hmm. you're suddenly you know shown Organization Thirteen, but there's only six members, and you know you as a player knows what happens, but the character Sora doesn't know remember what happens. So it's like and you got to organization... sit through most of the game while Sword still doesn't know. Still, still, he still doesn't know, and you're really, you're really shown like what the enemy is like that early, you know, in the game. You know, it's like yeah, like like I mean, if they showed him like one at a time, you know, like like they did with uh, Demix and uh, Olympus, you know, yeah, then it'll be like then you're revealing yourself more and more and more. But no, they decided to put all the members, remaining members, all at once. You know. Yeah, interesting it's, it's choices. Tease them, you know. It's I don't so, know what they were mm-hmm. thinking about that with that. So, so that's interesting. I actually, I, so I do agree with all your assessments. I do think all of those are uh, problems with Kingdom Hearts two, but I don't know if all of those put them above Kingdom Hearts three D for me. So for me, Kingdom Hearts three D is my number four. Uh, my main bone to pick with Kingdom Hearts three D is. Uh, basically how it relates to the plot <laughs> the story gets a little bit too crazy uh it, not in a an interesting way but like a a way that's like man why are they doing this like this seems unnecessary to go this ridiculous i'm i'm talking about stuff like time travel and the the realm of sleep is this is this arc necessary did we really need this in between recoded like was this a necessary evolution couldn't we have just gotten the the letter in the bottle gotten our prompt and then go straight to kingdom hearts 3 was 3d actually necessary the answer is no no but we needed it in our we needed it in our portfolio so our investors were happy that <laughs> so and we didn't needed have a game for uh, the 2012 yeah that too they needed a game for 3d okay. approached well, them for it <laughs> Exactly. Okay, okay, wait. Yeah. Uh, so, I agree that KH3D is number four okay. on my list. But I still believe that, like, it was still really yes, well Yes, I done. do agree with that. That's why it ranks so high for me, is that it's a really fun game. Like, for me, yeah. Flow Motion is, like, the coolest thing they have added to a Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, also, the large worlds, I'm a big, I'm big on that. Uh, it has one of my favorite... Uh, soundtracks in a world is the the fantasia world oh man that that is an that is oh an otherworldly experience so, so, so now awesome it's so now i see why I it's it my number that. three <laughs> okay yeah but for me like for me the story just puts it like like even as much story problems as i have with two uh i have maybe a bit more with 3d um and okay, here's the other thing that really, really bugs me about Kingdom Hearts 3D, and it is the drop mechanic. That drop mechanic is the most unnecessary thing ever and only causes frustration. And I think it actually hurts the story because I, I'm constant, I was constantly feeling when I was playing that game, am I experiencing the best plot burst? You know, in terms of chronology. So, like, for example, like, I'll be playing through as Sora and then or I'll play through as Riku and then I see a ghost version of Sora and I see what he's doing I'm like what you just spoiled a big part of Sora's plot for me why are you doing that I don't want to see that yet you spoiled that for me now I know what's going to happen to Sora like and, and I agree that they should have limited the drop system to where you don't get too far with one character like yeah if you get to one point in, in Riku's you should automatically be forced to drop to Sora like if if there's a, a, like if if one plot is going to be spoiled by something that happens in another plot and you can see it through a parallel dimension like force me to go to that character and force me not to be able to go back i know it's kind of contrived but i don't like that so for me that for that reason that's why it puts it a little lower for me so sebi since that's your number four what's your number three so you got birth by sleep you got chain of memory you got kingdom 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 wars one these are not bad games so this is going to these are, they're not, they're, all they're good. amazing games. So this could be a difficult rank for you. Okay, so the... the I would put... Okay, <laughs> again. Churro surprised me the most. Yeah, that's surprising. Answer. I would put Birth by Sleep at three, only because um, that 
I had to play all three characters, which I mm-hmm. didn't mind, but I didn't like that it felt exactly the same. I fought mostly the same bosses, the same thing, the True. same path. And then, like, you met in the middle, and that's when it started to, like... It was cool. Like, I was like, oh, cool, you get to play with, all, like, all three of them meet at the same point. But at the same time, it's like, if something was really hard, you're fighting it three times yeah. over. But the story was incredible. Yeah, true. And it pulled you so much, and it was much more darker than the rest mm-hmm. of the series that was. But that's still out of three because of the mechanics of the gameplay and how long it took to get yeah. through it all. I'm kind of struggling because I'm not sure what I want to put for my number four and my number three. I'm stuck between Kingdom Hearts 2 and Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. But if I had, if I if I just had to pick one, I would probably put Birth by Sleep as my number three. And my my reasoning is kind of like what you're saying, you know, the fact that you are just fighting all the same, well, a, a lot of the same bosses. Uh, I felt it was also kind of grindy a little bit. Like uh, maybe maybe that's just because I was playing always on the hardest difficulty. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but o- overall, I was very surprised by this game. Like you know playing this on a psp and seeing how beautiful it was like 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 the fact that it was a console quality kingdom hearts game in my hand you know back in you know 2010 that was a shock because i i I don't think i expected it at that time so that was very impressive uh the story was amazing i loved the story in birth by sleep um I music is good too like i really love the music like that was the first time that they had uh pre-rendered music so it wasn't live music but it was it was synthesized music that was done on professional sound equipment and then actually rendered out to mp3 files well not mp3 but they're probably they're rendered out to like recording files not midis that are played by the actual console like it was on previous games so that was really awesome to hear like hollow bastion's music so good well radiant garden and like so much music in birth by sleep is good so I really like the music in that game and uh, gotta love the, you know, the ending stuff. And of all the games, apart from Kingdom Hearts 1, it has my favorite secret ending. Like the the, the long secret ending. It does, the secret ending of Birth by Sleep, and I'm not talking about the secret episode, but the secret ending of Birth by Sleep is such a touching sequence. And what I love about it is that unlike some of the other secret endings, that reveal like plot information about future games. This is all about feeling. It's all about emotion. It doesn't reveal new things. It just tells you how it is and, you know, sets up the emotional stage for where Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be. And I thought that was so awesome. One of my favorite secret endings in the entire series. And I have very strong opinions about my secret endings, if you don't already know. Um, so, of course yeah, we do. I would. So yeah, I would put, but even still, I would put uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep there uh, at number three, and I'd put Kingdom Hearts 2 at number two for reasons I described there, and then obviously Kingdom Hearts 1 is my number one. So, Churro. Uh, oh, actually, no. Sabi, you wrap up. What is, what is where do you, your last two rank uh, out of your last two? Kingdom Hearts 2 and the Kingdom Hearts 1. One will always be yeah. my favorite. And then, Churro, what are, what, are your, what are your last two between Birth by Sleep and Kingdom Hearts 1? <laughs> Oh, God. You guys ready for this? Oh, jeez. Kingdom Hearts 1 at number 2. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep at number 1. Okay. And what do you what do you like about okay. Birth by Sleep more than Kingdom Hearts 1? It, it's a very touching story because, you know, you have three, you know, three teenagers or young adults that want to be Keyblade Masters. And then they just get torn apart by one man's, you know, quest to open up Kingdom Hearts. You know, it, it tests their friendship. It tests you know, their, their meaning of what it is to be a master. And it's, it, that's, it's, you know, that's why I love it so much. Cause it's, it, you feel for these characters and what happens to them at the end, you just wondering, you know, are they going to be saved? You know, and it sucks cause, cause they're forgotten, you know, they're, they don't get mentioned by King Mickey until now, you know, and, and this point, you know, if you, if you were talking about, you know, all the way up to 2.8, you know, it's just, their story is almost like it's forgotten. It's, yeah, it's so heart wrenching for that, and and another and the the second main reason is that the gameplay. I love 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 the gameplay. I love the melding of the commands. I love the shot locks. I love the dealings. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it makes it feel like you're using every mechanic to play the game. Because, yeah, like, definitely. in Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, like, I'll forget about summons, I'll forget about, you know, co- you know co-op attacks. But yeah. this is the one that I can actually use everything to. Yeah, everything. To everything. Okay. But what makes, you know, but it's it's a hard decision regardless for Kingdom Hearts 1 and Birth by Sleep. Because Kingdom Hearts 1, I love it because it it does, it, it, you know, the story is really good, too. I love that story, too. And plus, it made each world you visit, you know, a unique experience. Because, you know, here is, yep. you know, Sora wanting to explore the worlds out there, you know, and he's doing it, you know, he's exploring these worlds. And then, you know, then his best friend, you know, is trying to, you know, they're both trying to reach the same goal, but they're doing it in two different paths. And, you know, then you see Riku do his, you know, complete 180 and help him out. And then, and then that ending is so touching, you know, so sweet, yeah, so definitely worthy. But yep. the Kingdom Hearts one ending is definitely my favorite of all the games. Now, but, Okay, so ahead. so for so for me and Birth by Sleep and why I wouldn't put it why I wouldn't put it above Kingdom Hearts one it, it's, some, it's some not, of the it's reasons that, it's not that Birth by Sleep is like above it it's just that it's very like I would if if it's like off like if you put it like to like a vote I would say mm-hmm. fifty votes Birth by Sleep is number one and forty nine votes Kingdom Hearts one yeah so they're right, so they're very two. close for you so yeah. this is why I don't even have it even close because for me my number two is Kingdom Hearts two. So the reason I don't have it even close is actually related to some of the things that you brought up. The fact that it hasn't been brought up up until two point eight is just the reality of where Birth by Sleep sits in the series. It came late. It this was a uh, this was a you know a second thought for Nomura. This was something he decided to add to the story later on, and because of that, it has to deal with all this other baggage in the entire series and i feel that for that for me hurts the story and and puts it below kingdom hearts 2 and kingdom hearts 1 even as much as i have problems with kingdom hearts 2 story um the the other thing that i uh prefer for from kingdom hearts 1 that i prefer over kingdom hearts uh birth by sleep storyline is how simple and straightforward the story is in kingdom hearts 1 i really miss Kingdom Hearts stories being like that, whereas uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, while it's also somewhat of an origin story, like Kingdom Hearts 1 is, it starts with a lot of baggage straight from the get-go and decides to convolute things a lot. Now, that's not to say the story's bad, because obviously I put it very high, but uh, the, uh, the factor of adding... The factor of it being a convoluted story really puts it below uh kingdom hearts one for me uh to a significant degree that it even goes below kingdom hearts two in my mind and that's uh but but i will say uh most yeah pretty much everything that you said about it otherwise i do totally agree uh i think like the character story in birth by sleep is very interesting i do really like that uh, the only character I really don't like is uh, probably Aqua, and the only reason I don't like her is because I don't think she's a character. I think she's just a, uh, a plot, a plot tool. Yeah, she's a plot device. She doesn't have a personality. She doesn't have any growth. She's just, you perfect. know, her her yeah. She's perfect, and she has nothing. She has nothing to grow from. So, and and something I like about the Kingdom Hearts One trio is even with Kyrie, the most nothing character, even she's not perfect because she's like saying crazy things like "Let's just get the raft and go, just the two of us." Like that's Kyrie. Why are you being a jerk? <laughs> like that's so mean. <laughs> leaving Rika behind. He built the raft. You're stealing his raft and you're leaving him behind. Why are you gotta be a jerk, Kyrie? So even right. Kyrie, the most nothing character in that trio, has more. You know, she's got more meat to her character than Aqua does. Aqua's just a mother and she knows everything and she's the master and that's it. Like, that's that's my problem with Aqua. And Ventus is interesting. He's got an interesting struggle, though I don't really relate to his struggle so much because it's very, it comes from a convoluted plot point. You know, Ventus's struggle is not a character flaw. It's, oh, it's because uh, Xehanort ripped the darkness out of my heart and, you know, this, that, the other, and now Vanitas exists. Like, that's not something I can relate to as a human being. Like, that's something that I could only relate to if I was an anime character and I had my own darkness ripped out of my heart by some evil guy. And since that doesn't happen to me on, on an everyday basis, I can't really relate to him as a character. But Terra... Then you're missing out. You're missing out, though. Terra, Terra I can relate to. 
Tara's got some real stuff to deal with. Like, like you know, he, he's feeling inadequate bait compared to Aqua. And, and jealousy, feel- too. There's some sort and of jealousy. And jealousy, you know, dealing with evil in your heart because everybody's got a little bit of jealousy in their heart. So dealing with that, coming to terms with that. I like Tara. Out of all the three, I think Tara's the best character. Uh, Ven- Ventus is, you know, next yes. below that. And then Cause, Aqua. Because Tara's kind of like, like a Riku in a way. Yeah, because like like, they're, they're pretty much mirroring, you know, the Destiny Island trio. So exactly. basically, the only thing, the only difference between Terra and Riku is that Terra still doesn't have a redemption arc yet. So. Yeah, not yet. Well, he yet. he he kind of he just, it's just not completed yet. Like yeah, he he seemed like he was trying to. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I think those those were all good uh, good discussion. So one last thing that I do want to talk about is so. Uh, this this whole uh, discussion segment was prompted by a question we got from Frankie uh, uh, on our, our questions email, who, which is at khuquestions at gmail.com. Uh, and Frankie asked us, what do you like about the series and does it affect your view of other titles? And I think this is important because if you if you if you gave your head under rock and didn't notice IGN put out this, you know, massive controversial uh, ranking of the Final Fantasy games, I think it brought to light an interesting point is that at least in the Final Fantasy games, and I want to see if this is the case in Kingdom Hearts, at least with the Final Fantasy games, because it's gone on for so long and because every single game in that series is an entry point and because each game is very different, people come into each of those games and feel differently about the series as a whole and they you know certain people like different things about the series like in the case of final fantasy some people are more interested in the gameplay some people are very interested in the battle system or the job system and the strategy side of things you know they want more options as far as gameplay is concerned and some people are more interested in the story or in exploration and stuff like that and kingdom hearts because we have like a, a you know an ongoing plot that you know is each game is a sequel of the other you know i think it might be a little bit more homogenized than what you might see in, you know, in the uh, Final Fantasy fan community. But I want to, I want to see if, if, if that is true for us. So, Tura, what is it? Do you what? What is it? the The main thing, the main attribute of a Kingdom Hearts game. If you had to pick one thing, what is your number one thing that you love about Kingdom Hearts? And does you know, if you look at the ranking that you gave. Does that thing that you like sort of reflect itself in the ranking? Hmm. Cause, cause the one thing that, I, would ass, I would assume it's characters and story for you. Characters That's and story, guess. pretty much. Because and if you look at your ranking, you know, you know, your lowest games were probably most deficient in that realm. So, I mean, let's talk about like the lowest game for all of us. Recoded. What is it lacking in the most? Story. Story. Because basically exactly. the main point of the story comes in at the secret ending, which is the very end of the exactly. game. Exactly. So I think that's pretty clear why that ranks so low for us. Uh, Chain of Memories was the next one for you. And was it the same thing? Was it mostly... Same thing because... You know, same because thing, a lot of things, Okay. Because you, you learn about memories, but then at the same time, all the things the sword did didn't really matter because he doesn't remember. Exactly. So but it's, it does have some interesting character development so that's you know that that does help it and push it you know above you know above you know uh recoded for you and i would agree with that like that those for me are are my two main things uh savvy for you is are you the same is there anything else that you like about the kingdom hearts games that you maybe think showed up in your list probably the combination of the two and music as well so yeah so that's and yeah i would totally agree like that that actually did influence some of my higher ones because it was like man the story is so good and the characters are so good uh but the music's better in this one (laughs) you know so that makes it higher for me so yeah i definitely would agree with that so so yeah i would think for us maybe because honestly our our list while we differ on a couple of things and trail's got a few weird ones uh hmm. overall <laughs> overall it's hey, about don't, the don't same. judge me don't judge me <laughs> i'm not judging you i'm not judging you but i'm just saying overall our lists are very similar like especially on the lower end so i think it's quite clear that we all know for sure what we don't like and that's when a kingdom hearts game does not deliver on the story or on the characters if a kingdom hearts doesn't deliver on story and characters i'm sorry but it's not it's it's not going to rank high for us but 
if a Kingdom Hearts game ranks higher, you know, if a Kingdom Hearts game does already have good story and does have good characters, then I think it's, you know, then it starts becoming up to, okay, well, what's the pacing of the story? What's the gameplay like? You know, that's when you start seeing uh, other things rise to the top. And, you know, uh, for example, Futuro, uh, the gameplay of Birth by Sleep is one of the things that put it above Kingdom Hearts 1, which is one of your favorite games of all time. And, you know, the fact that you're using all the systems. So I I think, you know, that's interesting is that I would guess that if that's the case, then if if story and characters are your like your number one and number two top things, I would say gameplay probably comes shortly after because that was the yeah. deciding factor later on. Yeah, because basically, I mean, I loved Kingdom Hearts music, but like I don't really pay attention to you know the music that plays in the background. Like, like mm-hmm. I, I've had I've had friends play you know Kingdom Hearts music, you know soundtracks like or not just Kingdom Hearts, but like video game soundtracks in general in cars. But it's like. I'm not. I'm not really the type of person to play soundtracks like that often. Mm-hmm. You gotcha. Know, if, if for anything at all, like I mean, I'm not dissing the music. It's really, really yeah, the music's nice, but I'm not the one to really gonna follow. All it's that, not you your. Know? It's not your number three thing on the list. It's yeah. it'll it'll rank lower than that. So that's interesting. And uh, so yeah, I think I think that is an interesting question, Frankie. So yeah, I would say yes. Uh, what the specific things that we like about the series do influence our view of other titles and where they rank uh, as far as we're concerned. And yeah, I would say for me, uh, even with solid gameplay, Recoded could not escape from the bottom of the list. But for some people, <laughs> for some people, gameplay is really important. They don't care as much about the story. So Recoded would rank higher. And I think it's important when looking at lists like this is you have to look at the person behind the list and you have to realize, okay, what is it that they look for in a video game? So, and I think this is important to consider when you look at video game reviews as well. You know, don't just look at one reviewer because that one reviewer is not going to necessarily have the same quote unquote agenda that you have going into a game. All right. So let's move along to our question segment. Our first question comes from Joseph Robertson and Joseph asks uh, a question for the next podcast. Do you think the recent live action Disney remakes of their of their classics, Cinderella, Maleficent, Jungle Book, etc., would affect the worlds in future Kingdom Hearts titles. For example, Sora and Company could visit Enchanted Dominion and find another Maleficent. We may get into a we may get another jungle related world. Also, we have the live action Alice in Wonderland. So Wonderland could appear differently too. So what do you think, Savvy? You want to see any of these these uh, live action versions in a Kingdom Hearts game? I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like mixed on it just because how Disney has always um, influenced certain things was um, like it was always the happily ever after type of feel because that's how it was um, having mm-hmm. all these new type of stuff. Yeah. Like obviously I'm not saying it's bad that you know um, in these ones it's more the females are more empowered having the ability to fight. And everything like that, which is which is that's cool. I'm okay with it. Like I have no problem with that. Um, I just think that because the worlds are already invested in Kingdom Hearts, changing it would confuse everything. Yeah, I would. I would definitely agree. At least, at least for uh, Cinderella, and at least for you know Maleficent, I couldn't see those working because those are already established yeah. in Kingdom Hearts. But there is Jungle Book, and Jungle Book hasn't been shown. <laughs> Yeah, to me is that they, they they should just leave it as you know the the original cartoon aspects because because to me it'd be too much to try to write their live actions with the and with the uh, cartoon version. It's kind of like like I said, it's kind of like a cop out because you're putting in a live action and then, then you already got the cartoon stories in it, so you might as well stick to one thing. And exactly. In the cases like Tron and you know Pirates of the Caribbean, you know those, those are, are only ever live action. Live so action, of course, exactly. that's what you're gonna put in. So you might as well just yeah. keep it the way it is all right so uh let's 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 hit this last one savvy take this last one so this one's from uh vegetto vegetto or or vegetto i don't don't know i'm I'm bad at pronunciations um that's fine thanks for the wonderful podcast cool show i live in japan and listen to your podcast every time before i go to work how will how well will 2.8 sell any predictions uh, compare sales to final mixes and other recent titles like Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance. Also, if you 
If you can, it would be nice to listen to you comparing with other titles releasing at the end of this year. So I thought this was actually an interesting question because uh, it is it is interesting to think how well will 2.8 sell because it's like, you know, it, it's coming out. It will probably come out at a weird time of the year and it's going to be up against quite a lot of uh, a lot of big games. I think it's a little hard to say how it compares to other titles releasing because I'm sure at the time that it's going to be releasing, you know, whatever other titles are coming out at that time are probably not announced yet. We probably hear about them at E3, but I think what is pretty interesting is to see how it compares to like Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 sales. So I actually went online and looked, looked it up and uh, it turns out that in their first months, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 actually sold very similarly. They sold approximately 270,000 units, which sounds really bad. But if you actually look at the sales now, both Kingdom Hearts titles have actually, both Kingdom Hearts uh, HD remixes have sold over a million units. So uh, so Kingdom Hearts 1.5 has sold uh, 1.74 million copies worldwide, and uh, Kingdom Hearts 2.5 which hasn't been out as long, has already sold 1.28 million. So what I think is really interesting and I think is going to be important to remember as a Kingdom Hearts fan is it's possible that when this thing releases that it may not sell very high, but it seems with these HD remixes that uh, they do have what they would call in the industry a long tail, which means that even though it doesn't sell very much at the beginning, it continues to sell and it keeps selling throughout its life. Uh, whereas, you know, your, tri- your your typical AAA game, it sells a lot right at the beginning and then it just like drops off the face of the earth like because most people that wanted it already got it. Whereas with these HD remasters, like it seems like while they don't sell as strong in the beginning, they keep selling and they keep selling and they keep coming back in the sales and just over time they accumulate you know the what's, sales that they were looking that. for what's interesting with uh 2.8 is that the biggest sell point would be 0.2 because in reality yeah. it continues the story exactly know, before and i think that's 3. i think that's a, an important point to consider because uh in the case of 0.2 you could also compare it to how type 0 sold and type 0 has already sold a million so i would say probably long term it would probably hit at least a million but i don't think it will sell a lot in the beginning that's just my personal opinion, but it, it, it might because, like you said, Shiro, it does have uh, 0.2 and it has back cover. So uh, unlike the other two games, this has a lot more original content. So it could go, it could go either way. So and, and Sabi, you were uh, saying, well, yeah, like because I had someone maybe two days ago ask me about Kingdom Hearts 1.5 because they wanted it. Yeah, they bought it because I had it, and both of the games, 1.5 and 2.5 did hit greatest hits as well yeah that's that's that is an that's another good point is that you don't hit greatest hits if you don't hit a certain threshold for sales so that's uh yeah that is a good point so um so yeah if if kingdom hearts 2.8 comes out and you hear all these doom and gloom uh articles come out oh it's a big flop it, it that's not necessarily the case with this type of game because it's a remaster uh you know because remasters tend to have you know like i said before longer tales and they sell for longer so they're they're relevant for longer so yeah if i if i had to put it somewhere i would say uh within its first month i would say anywhere between you know 250,000 all the way up until like maybe thir- 300,000 like m- maybe 500,000 if like 2.8 like if the 0.2 aspect of it really hits home big like it could go up to 500,000 but I do not see it hitting a million before the end of the year I think that is because uh, I, I, I mean for one it probably will be releasing in December like I don't think it has enough time to hit a million um, before then but hopefully they prove us wrong because that, that would be pretty awesome so yeah I think that pretty much wraps up our question segment moving along to our music for today's episode we have a really interesting pod a really interesting uh, arrangement and cover we have a cover of simple and clean and sanctuary combined oh, together cool. yeah and I thought yeah so uh, this one comes from Anna Pantsu 
on YouTube. Don't don't Google Pantsu. Just go to Anna Pantsu. <laughs> it's not safe for work. But any, anyway. Uh, so yeah, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, Simple and Clean and Sanctuary. I thought this would be a good fit because we're going to move on to Chain of Memories on the Deep Dive stream. And that's sort of in between Simple and Clean and Sanctuary in a sort of way. So moving along. Uh, our next Kingdom Hearts union is scheduled for the 35th, 35th, that's, that's not, that's not a, that's not a number, uh, 31st of May, the end of May, wake me up when May ends, that's gonna be our, uh, pre-E3 podcast, so definitely, definitely be there for that, we're gonna be talking about a lot of cool stuff, and we have a lot of cool stuff planned next month, so definitely, uh, keep up with us, that's all I'll say, uh, and the next Kingdom Hearts Union Deep Dive stream is scheduled for this Saturday, the 21st of May. Not the 25th, but the 21st of May. At 7 p.m. Eastern Time, go to twitch.tv slash khunion. Follow us there so you know when we go live. And as always, you guys can subscribe to us, uh, uh, Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, on the iTunes store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts, and we're number one. Yay. And of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com, YouTube.com slash KHUnionVids, or Kingdom Hearts Ultimania's Twitter, which is at KHUltimania. And as always, you guys can support us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. So if you like what we do and you want us to get better, you want to support us, if you appreciate the stuff we do, please consider uh, any any amount is appreciated. Uh, just go to Patreon.com slash FFKHUnion and see uh, how you can support us. And also, we have lots of cool prizes there, like buttons and, uh, you know, you can come on the show and have your own segments. So that would be pretty cool if you want to do that. So definitely look, go to Patreon.com slash FFKHUnion to see some of the perks that uh, Patreon supporters have. And if you guys want your questions answered on the question segment, please send us your questions to KHUQuestions at gmail.com. All right, guys, it is goodbye time. Oh, But don't worry, because we have Chain of Memories this Saturday. Yay! Sora's side. So keep an eye out for that. All right, say your goodbyes. Goodbye, friends. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us. And I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a KingdomHeartsUnion.com production. When you walk away, you don't hear me say Quite that too